thought I'd start it by kind of how we got to this point of having this conversation of me spending kind of the past two or three months trying to find what I want to be doing. Um, Work-wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that thing of the past two or three months, I've been going backwards and forwards on different ideas, starting some very quickly, being able to make lots of kind of progress in terms of setting stuff up because I can do all the tech stuff, but then them quickly not having the energy of wanting to do them or them not feeling quite right. Um, which we've had endless conversations about in a good way. Um, but back and forth, there's been tears sometimes where there's been ideas that <clears throat> I thought, oh, that's the idea and really thought I had it. And then it was like, oh, something happens where it's then it's like, oh, no, that's not it. And then it kind of changes. Um, and we had a conversation a couple of days ago Um I can't really remember much of it, but it was like that the crux of it was you asking me a question about like what I really wanted to do. Um, and we were talking about various different things and it's always been conversations. So it's always been, oh, I want to talk to that person about this. I want to explore this idea or understand about that. Um and then the as part of that conversation the other day, you you asked something like something like, what do I really want to do? And it was that moment of I kind of knew, but I didn't feel like I could say it. It was like almost that that's not possible of. And what I answered was I get paid to learn. Um, but it felt like. I was the kid who was going I want to be an astronaut. But as the adult, my brain was going like, yeah, but how's that going to work? How's that going to make money? How are you going to turn that into a business? And so that's why there was like, I knew what I wanted to say, but it was like, the words weren't coming out. Um, But I did say it. And once I said it, it was like, oh, that's exciting to me. That feels like someone, like a, professional footballer who gets to just go and do their thing that they would love to be doing anyway, but they also get paid for it. It's the child who says, I want to be an astronaut. And it's just like, that's what I want to do. No clue how that's going to happen or what that's going to look like. Um, But you kind of just say what you really want. Um, And then that felt really good. And I quickly was then into oh, well, I'll have this conversation and I'll message these people and I can turn that into a podcast. And very quickly, it was like becoming that same pattern of like, oh, I now know what to do. Mm. And you kind of said something of, we kind of both said it like after a little chat of like, it's kind of putting the brakes on, but in a really positive, healthy way of like, what do you actually know to do next? And it was like, oh, let's just have a conversation let's record a conversation and then see what makes sense from there. Mm. Um, Which I kind of knew that was felt like the right thing to do, but I also didn't necessarily like it because it's like, I like using my brain to go, Ooh, make plans and know what's going on type thing. 
um, to avoid the uncertainty. Um, and even leading up to, so that was, so on Wednesday today, that was on Monday. So since then, we said, we kind of agreed to have this conversation. Mm. I've then been going like, oh, what do I want to talk about? What do I want to ask about? And yesterday, I was doing that thing of like sitting there kind of trying to figure it out. And I was just like, mm. oh, I'm doing that. I even said it to you, didn't I? It was like, yeah. I'm doing that thing of trying to figure it out. But I'm aware that I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm just kind of sitting with it. And it's one of those where I realized that of all the things that we could talk about, there's, yes, there may be making notes or thinking of things, but the things that I really want to talk about will come up in the moment. They will come up five minutes before, 15 minutes before, and they can be just like a really simple idea or something like that. They they don't need to be these massive long notes of like what's going on or what's going to make it a good call or like, or what I'm going to do with it or, oh, well, we need to talk about that because we had a conversation about that privately and that was really good stuff type thing. Um, Whereas actually it's just having really fun, interesting conversations. Um, So that's kind of where I got to yesterday of like letting myself play with like, oh, these are some of the ideas and there's a lot of ideas. Um, But then also kind of just letting them be. I'll just mm-hmm. be there and then see what comes up in the conversation. And now we've got to the point where I'm like, holy crap. Okay. Well, I've done the bit that I kind of thought about. Now let's see, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's where we've got to. And let's see if, uh, see where the conversation goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to kind of just add from that little monologue or there was was one bit where I sort of thought to say something which was when which again it might not be specific to you but it I think other people do it so it'd be interesting to just point out is when you were saying that you kind of had this idea and then you were like okay cool now I can get to do this 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 and you kind of went big on the action thing like the next Mm. step you went quite big in contacting people that you've never spoken to before or like Mm. that's what you were thinking of doing. Yeah. And it's just, I think you said something like, um, just then, I think you said something like your brain kind of wanted to know Mm. and we talked about putting the brakes on, but I think it's just like clarifying that it's not really putting the brakes on. It's kind of, it, it is and it isn't. It's that thing of, it feels like you're putting the brakes on but actually it's bringing something that's in like visionary reality is like how my first like teacher spoke about it. And it's like, there's visionary reality and physical reality is like the, the arena of life. Mm -hmm. And what we were saying was that you were in um, visionary reality of, um, sorry. (laughs) you were in visionary reality of this like oh yeah I've just touched on like a heart desire a soul thing Mm. that feels so true and resonant and like now I'm really excited and we kind of unboxed unleashed that like excited energy in you yeah and then like from that energy we tend to all want to like go big and there's this like go big or go home take the big leap what's the you know and it's Mm. like 
hang on a minute, because what we need to do is we've got to cross from visionary reality into physical reality, because all of that stuff, otherwise you're kind of just playing in the big field of visionary reality, which can be infinite, it's never ending. Mm. But then the difficult the difficult bit or the bit that actually matters is the bringing it into the tangible stuff mm. now. Yeah. And so that's what we talked about was actually what's the next smallest step, make it really super easy, almost so easy that you can't not do it yeah. because that's what actually helps us get over the barrier because it's that crossing point between visionary and physical that is where all the mind stuff starts coming in, like the self-doubt and everything else or like the nerves mm. and all of that. And it's like, actually, you still have to face those bits, mm. but only when you cross that boundary between physical, visionary and physical. Mm. Otherwise, if you stay in visionary, even if you kind of took big action, it would feel a bit scary, but also it feels just too out there that you kind of almost don't actually do the, you don't actually necessarily walk through the tough bit of, yeah. holding yourself through the like nerves and things like that or you do but you delay it because you've kind of I don't know pushed it all further away or something whereas it felt like just come back to what is the actually the easiest and most simplest step now and then that's what was like us that was a, yeah most obvious next thing yeah and that was the thing it was the it was the like what actually makes sense next not it was I think we use the example of like when people decide to get fit and healthy or something and they they then go for five days 10 days 20 days like they go all out but then it drops off and well, that's... they tend to not even go five ten twenty it's actually that they tend to go i'm going to book onto a marathon or i'm going to book onto a mm. something and so they use the big thing to kind of push them mm. to do the smaller bits and it's like actually why isn't your your first day is still going to involve putting your trainers on and getting yeah. out the door and going for the run like mm. So you, whether you have a big goal or a small one, um, but the nice thing of having the small one and doing it in incremental steps is that you don't have to beat yourself up to do it. Yeah. It's just like, it's an obvious no brainer kind of thing. I've made it easy. And mm -hmm. I think that's actually what the shift is, is we're not necessarily shown a compassionate way of goal setting or achieving things we want yeah it's always this like well set this big thing and that will motivate you and it's like but then that's why you don't enjoy the journey yeah yeah and that's um, and that's the thing like i've always had those visions of like i want to create this or create that and then the energy just goes and it's because I've not really sat with what I really want to be doing or mm. it's kind of like um, I've wanted to like with my business, it's like, Oh, I've got that idea. But before I've actually allowed myself to really see if that's what I really want, I'm already building it, doing it because yeah. I've got excited. So I've gone, Oh, the marathon is the thing that's going to make me feel fit and healthy or this is, and this is, and it's like, it's always that thing of like, well, hang on, let's just, take a few steps because it's that thing of it's exhausting that's the thing i found that yeah. it's like right i'm going to take lots of action i'm going to go do that thing and we're going to yeah. make it happen and it's like then it falls often can fall flat on its face because again because i'm now allowing my energy and what lights me up to actually lead the way 
rather than like forcing myself mm. it's like oh that's just not got the energy anymore that's not got the energy anymore it's like why well it's because you thought you wanted to do xyz you wanted to make xyz amount of money because you thought that would then get you the house which would then get you the life that you want so there was always like this reason why externally that you wanted to push yourself because you thought if you got that then you'd be happy whereas what i'm finding now is that it's like when i can let my energy and what lights me up lead the way i can be happy now yeah and then exactly. whatever i'm doing then come it we've talked about it quite a lot of like where you're coming from mm-hmm. and that's it sounds even for me now kind of two three years further down the line from kind of exploring stuff much more spiritually it still kind of sounds quite woo woo and out there but it's like I've seen it I felt it myself of like when the energy's there it's just there and it's it's not just there it's overflowing because you're actually doing something that feels aligned whether you call it aligned lit up kind of whatever version of that um and that's where the thing of bringing back to this conversation is like well, I knew to have this conversation. And then what happens after that, I can very quickly in my planning, logical, organizer, tech guy brain go lots of different ways of what we could do with it, what it could happen. And what I would often do and have done a lot in the past is I would sit down for hours extrapolating plans and ideas and strategies the all they look good they make sense but when you come to it you're actually like oh that's not why i actually want it's not you kind of going taking the easy way out or like not doing things but it's like no that's not what i actually want to be doing like we might have this conversation and go oh you know what actually i don't really enjoy the conversations recorded i would just really enjoy them in person and that's when i get the most out of them Or I might go, oh, actually, it was really good. I think other people might find it helpful. Let's turn it into... and, But it's one of those where the more that I've let go of the planning and being more willing and open to sitting or being living from the unknown, the more peaceful and enjoyable I can just live life, the less exhausting it is, the less kind of pressure because it's like I don't have to beat myself up about thinking about what to have what needs to happen and all that Mm. um and it's just like we talked about in the conversation two days ago like in the past I've learned about the idea of living from the unknown and I'm kind of coming from that space but I've kind of just been at the door looking in and seeing the unknown and be like that's nice yeah I get the idea but I'm kind of not actually, I haven't walked through it. And I think that's what this conversation, I'm being invited to step into the door. And I might step back out sometimes as well, but then I can then step back in. And and it's that thing of really allowing myself to just let kind of what makes sense to happen and unfold um and see what happens from that place because i've seen it in lots of times like the past two three years when i look back in hindsight there have been lots of amazing things happen when i've done that unknowingly Mm. i've approached a client and just been like 
oh yeah, I want to work with you. I want to help you do this. This is how much it will cost. Are you in? And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. And I'm like, I didn't plan that. I didn't strategize that my new marketing approach would be telling people to hire me. It was just like an in the moment thing. Um, And it's like, the more I seem to be able to do that, the more it's less exhausting um, and more I can just enjoy, as you say, enjoy the journey because I don't need to think about all the next steps. I can just think about this step or the next one or two steps. Um, Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I think um, something that was coming up as you're sharing is like, to me, there's a difference between what the the kind of normal way of doing stuff or and I don't think normal is the right word common way of doing stuff that we're often talked about is like it's the equivalent to me of like lighting a firework like that initial spark and you're like yes like this is the thing and then you like light the firework and then it's like and so it looks amazing but then it explodes and then it's nothing yeah and then you're like hang on I've done all that efforting like all that like you know, because a firework is like, it like takes a lot of effort to get yeah. off the ground. And so it's like all this effort. And then there's like this big bang. And then you're like, yeah, but there's the big bang. And then it's, yeah. what now? <laughs> Whereas I think the way that we both are looking to build stuff is we're looking for, we're looking to build stuff that lasts and not even the stuff that lasts, but that we last like yeah. we're actually looking to do it in a way that we are being compassionate to ourselves, being considerate of our energy and not doing the burning out thing again. Yeah. And actually, to me, then the equivalent of what we're doing now or the way we're tr- wanting to live it and are living it, I think, is it's like it gives me that feeling of like stoking a fire, like you're laying the coal, like mm-hmm. you're putting the kindling, the newspaper, like the coal or the logs like and then every now and again you kind of just need to poke it but it keeps going because it's still in there like the glow is still there and I think that's what we're doing is we're going actually do you know what we're wanting to build in a way that is sustainable for us because it's not really even about what we're building it's about who we're becoming in the process and so it's actually much more of that image of stoking a, a, a warm fire mm. and I think that feels nice to me like it feels snuggly and warm and cozy and kind and soft yeah. whereas the the firework thing looks initially much more exciting but actually there's there's not really much warmth in in there yeah uh, it's that's really I, I like that because it's like and because I was about to ask, like, well, why is why is that the common way? And it's like using the firework analogy, it's because what what we're shown and what we're kind of is often modeled is the bang, is the like boom, oh yeah. wow, that's amazing. Yeah. But they it's not shown what happens afterwards. It's like the big shiny object that, oh, this is oh wow, that's amazing. And then they want that and like look at the life they're having and they're having firework moment after firework moment and like kind of and it's like that conditioning of this is what you want this is what success Mm. looks like this is what happiness looks like so and then it's like oh well how did you do it well I 
I kind of I worked really hard really and hard. I made yeah. it happen and yeah. I I set goals and I forced myself and I pushed through and it's like I think there is and it's not that any of those things aren't part of it I think you can just do all of that from a very forcing beating yourself up way um it's like for example like I, I do a lot of running and to to some people that would look very hard and like really forced and it's like oh I could never do like it would look like that but from the way that I approach running is that it feels effortless it's it's not I'm not doing it because I want to get a time and I have done this in the past I'd be like I want to get a time because I want to look good or I want to move up the rankings and that'll make me feel better now it's more like just going like what do I actually want do I even want to run like do do why am I running I've got a half marathon in February and it's like well do I really want to beat my time do I really want to go for a time below that why would I be doing that and it's kind of the more that I find that what I'm what I'm being moved to do comes from whether you, a higher place, God, universe, spirits, intuition, that's just what you want to do. It feels like you can do anything effortlessly. And yet there's times where I've done that very effortfully of like beating myself up and like, I'm going to make this happen, all that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I, and I will also say from an external perspective that you look effortless when you run. Mm. So there is, there is, and a lot of people don't mm. because a lot of people choose running because they are in the mindset of needing to push themselves. Mm. And you can see that even in how they run. It's like, you don't look like you enjoy running, whereas mm. you do. Like it looks so effortless when you run that even when you're running fast, it the effortless energy kind of comes across. Yeah. Where it doesn't look like you're you're not there thrashing yourself. Like you might be pushing, but mm. it does but like as in pushing yourself or trying hard. Mm. But there's also still an energy to it where it's like, were you? Because you were moving fast, but you didn't look <laughs> like totally bedraggled you know mm. or think, whatever yeah I think that's the thing there's the more that I've found it's like that come from energy it's like I'm want it's like the way that I feel when I'm running it's like I want to be here and mm. it's like like I've talked like I've talked about how I feel like there's more movement that I want to do that's maybe more softer gentler well it's yoga or pilates or things like that and it's like the thing that I've found that's that has allowed me to, I suppose, live more effortlessly more of the time is allowing what, what makes sense and what feels aligned to lead the way, not mm. what my mind goes, yeah. oh, I want life to look like this way because that's what we think success looks like. That's what we think happiness looks like. So we need to, we need that version, mm. not the version that kind of is coming from the heart or the soul. But when I follow that version of the heart and the soul, it's like, well, I could do anything and it, mm. it would feel effortless. I yeah. think that's why there's certain people who would work 12 hours and they would feel effortless. There's certain people yeah. who would work 
half an hour and it would just be like, oh my God, the day is dragging on. And it's just like, I wish I didn't have to be here. I feel like I like, and it's, it's that thing of, um, and that's been a big thing for me of, and I'm still very much in the process because I'm very good at making up stories about why I want certain things or why certain things, why it's not even the whole idea of living from the unknown. It's like, can I really do that? Like, is that going to be okay? Is that going to, well, and it's like, for example, a great example is kind of what's going to happen financially. Like my mind can very quickly go, oh no, but there's a problem here. Based on what feels aligned and makes sense to do, I think we're going to, there's a, there's a problem further down the line that actually my brain is going ringing the alarm bells, but like what feels aligned is to do something else or whatever it is. Um, And it's kind of, I don't know, navigating that, letting that inner voice just be and follow what I I know to do. Mm. Um, That's the thing, because it's, if you think of the word unknown, we've talked about this a lot of times, but not necessarily in exactly this way, but it's like unknown as in known, as in knowledge, as in head. Mm. It's like, well, the unknown isn't as unknown as we think. It's just that the brain can't compute it. But Mm. like we're so much more than the brain. Yeah. So it's all you're saying or all we're saying is actually to come out of your, give your brain a bit of a break, like come take the pressure off of the brain as being you or the leading mechanism or whatever. And it's like, the brain is the human brain's designed for survival. It's not designed for everything else that we're now with our like elevated consciousness and like global stage. You know, it's we're not it's not made for that. It mm-hmm. hasn't actually evolved as quickly as things like the internet have. Because, yeah. you know, whenever the internet came in, it's been in our lifetime. So our brains as humans hasn't evolved that it doesn't evolve that quick. Yeah. So it wasn't designed, even from generations back, it hasn't actually changed that much um, in the thousands of years or whatever it is that humans have existed. It hasn't actually changed that much. Mm-hmm. And so it's still doing the same programming, but with way more information input coming in, mm-hmm. as well as more elevated consciousness or awareness of self, which is difficult in itself because then the brain is trying to figure out the brain. <laughs> it's like... no wonder it has a meltdown because it's like trying to look at itself and you're going hang on you're not going to figure it out from there Mm -hmm. because to the brain the brain's not a problem but what you can do is then that's when we start shifting into like the observer or your heart or your soul or whatever your version of it is but there's like am I actually just my brain we know we're not Mm. Um, but sometimes we forget and then it kind of runs away with itself into daily life. And then all of a sudden that's when you feel quite stressed and overwhelmed. It's like, well, you are stressed internally. Your body is like, I've I've used this analogy with you before, but it's like the brain is like that top employee who always gets given all the jobs because you realize it's quite good and it's quite efficient and it gets shit done. And then it's like, it burns out. Mm. It's like, we've done that with the brain um we kind of made it this top employee that we give all this jobs these jobs to and and then expect it to still be able to perform and it's like it just can't like it's not 
it's not really made for that and I think that's where we're saying like listening to we've talked loads of times about like listening to your body bringing feelings into it emotions like Mm -hmm. there's so much more to us as human beings than the western world is like set us up to believe what success looks like and chasing these kind of stardom Mm -hmm. I think that was the other thing that came up when you were sharing is like if you look at the world from like the media it's so interesting how much we um, celebrate the concept of celebrity or like mm. fame or entertainment. It's like if you're in the entertainment industry, you're automatically famous. Mm. But it's like, isn't that interesting that actually all of these people, if you took away famous, you took away the concept of celebrity. I don't even know what the definition of celebrity is. That would be really interesting because it's like celebrated almost, it sounds like. And it's like, but but to me, it's this bigger concept and I am going slightly off track, I guess, but it's coming up. So it's like the concept of entertainment, Mm. like we celebrate people who entertain us. Basically Mm. entertainment, a lot of our entertainment is escapism. Yeah. And so actually we celebrate these people who allow us to escape our reality. Mm. And so the whole of a lot of the Western systems are set up to celebrate people who allow us to escape our reality. Yeah. It's like no wonder we are where we are because we haven't, we don't celebrate people who help us feel our feelings. We celebrate people who've either achieved monetary success, but even then they're not really as celeb they're not saying celebrity are they they're mm. like but they're lauded as successful yeah but then you also have like the entertainment industry and the concept of celebrity and mm. then they're the people that we celebrate and it's just like that's actually really interesting when you look when you look you know for example mm. if you were to go we're going christmas shopping in london tomorrow right yeah it's like if we were in london you saw a famous person you'd know where they are because the crowds would be turned towards them trying to get a picture yeah but when you mm. actually think about that as a thing, it's bonkers. <laughs> but that's just another human being walking around doing about their business. Mm. But because of something they've done, that they've kind of, they've done something or they're just someone that whose face is more well known, they become yeah. like this magnet of, you know, and like, mm. oh, she's so real. She's wearing H&M. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the whole thing is bonkers. I've got a bit... Well, I think it's... I think the, the, I think the point I'm taking from it is that it's like it, it's it's interesting, like redefining success, because mm. like the media, it, it's we're, we're conditioned from a young age. We're taking in so much information about what success it is, or what we would what what you should be doing with your life, what would be meaningful. And it's like, as you say, it's a celebrity. Whether it's a celebrity of, oh, they're an actor, and they're <clears throat> especially with social media now, it's like, oh, that's the lifestyle of someone who's like really enjoying life, or someone yeah. who's made a million dollars or something like that. And it, they may, they might not be famous as in like an actor or something, but they may have a online presence where they have lots of people following. Because, mm-hmm. and it often, and I, I did this myself. It's like. I followed people because it's like they made a lot of money and they had they from the curated version that they were showing it's like oh that's the life I want I I want to follow them because that's that's where success is that's where like that's when life begins almost and it's yeah. like to your point there's 
in the same way when we're running, walking around London tomorrow, there will be people who are just the happiest people, the most peaceful, the most content, and you wouldn't necessarily know them from Adam. Like, yeah. it would just be just a everyday person just walking about their life. But internally, they're just like, they're overflowing. And I think something that I've experienced is that you can tell those people like energetically when you, whether you're just in the room with them or whether you're engaging with them, but it's like, they're not celebrated. Like the people who are actually really enjoying like the journey, that's not celebrated. It's like, that's like, um, as you said, it's like stoking the fire. Like that, that's not something that people can package and sell and make look shiny because it's like oh we're just doing this where it's like the big bang is like oh that that will get people interested and kind of um and so i think there's a big thing about that redefining success like like that was a big thing for me hmm. i i would even go further than like i i think it's the same thing but my question that i was sort of sat with last night was like it's almost to me it's redefining life because yeah because it's like what actually is life because life is in every plant or tree Mm. or bug or human or animal or whatever and it's like life as a thing is Mm. the thing that doctors and scientists have not been able to figure out actually If that's what life is, as in the spark of whatever it is that kind of animates a a body, well, it doesn't have to be human, but like animates something, mm. as in there is a life force to it. So it's like the thing that makes plants grow, the thing that makes humans able to walk. Like me with my hand on Button's heart this morning, I had the same thing because it's like, well, you know, at some point we all, that stops. And it's like, but that's the, like, that's what life is is mm. the the kind of spark that is the living yeah and so we've we've attached the wrong stuff to what life is like mm. we look at these like things like success it's like well and i think you're right i think we're talking about the same thing but it's yeah, yeah. interesting interesting change in language yeah yeah it's like actually have we got life right is my bigger question Mm. i don't think we have i think we've actually attached all this other stuff to what we think life looks like or a good life looks like or successful life looks like yeah and it's like we've completely lost what life actually is and i think things like people passing Mm. are the only times when people actually realize the Mm. preciousness of life yeah um and it gets me quite emotional because I think it's such a forgotten, it's such a deeply forgotten thing mm. that then is why people experience such grief and like sadness and all of these things that we're missing out on being able to experience now because we've just lost the concept of what life actually is. Mm. Um, we're chasing all these good jobs, more money, bigger house, whatever, whatever. Mm. And it's like you miss those moments when you get to bury your face in your dog's belly or, um, (laughs) you know, hug someone you love. And it's like Mm. you only ever seem to remember that when they've gone or when they're at risk of going or when something shocks you into realising how precious it actually is. And so what is success? What is life? Mm. Like 
I think the Western world looks down on, um, you know, I was writing last night, like, what is the definition of a developing country? Because even mm. the language of developing is like derogatory. It's like, but actually, I expect you'd see more life in people in other cultures that mm. actually live many less years than people in the West. Mm. And yet, I would argue that they actually experience much more life mm. because they're so much more present. They are so much more connected to themselves and other people and nature. There's like a community aspect. There's all of those things that I think Christmas brings out in people. Mm. Like, you know, like all the Christmas movies are always about all these things. Mm. And yet it's like, but that's once a year around the holiday that was made up. Like, yeah. like you know, it's like when you actually unpack this stuff, I think there's bigger stuff going on that's the, that like these mm. really, really deep rooted misunderstandings or loss of connected vision or I don't know, like there's something in that for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like that because it's like because when you were saying about like redefining life, I was like, well, yeah, because when you were saying that, I was like, well, I'm redefining success, but I'm then just chasing that new version of success. And yeah. that might be a a more aligned, peaceful, enjoyable version of success. But it's like, well, as you said, it's like, well, what really matters? It's like now. When you said present, I was like, yes, that's that. I was like, now is all that matters because everything else is just either future or past so therefore made up in our mind and it's like yeah. it's like when you actually think about as you say like that cuddle with your dog like i we would we we basically had this idea of doing like full fun christmas and it's been like and there's certain things that we've been like said that we want to do and this morning i was like yeah and we want to make it fun and enjoyable and i was like and I had this feeling of, and I bet some of the best things are going to come in the moment that we haven't planned. That's just like me grabbing your hand and saying, oh, let's go to this coffee shop and just get a hot chocolate. And it's like, it might be a, like a street vendor, hot chocolate. And then we then go, like, we're, we're in London, we sit by the, by the Thames. And it's like, just like, there's a, a moment where we're just sat there kind of, I'm kind of ruining the kind of possibility of this being a kind of spur of the moment <laughs> thing now. But like, that thing of it just happening in the moment not planned and but you're it's so fully present that it's like nothing nothing else exists and yet you are part of everything and it's like all of those things of chasing success or chasing happiness they all kind of go away because you realize it's like no you it's like that that's that being at peace like yeah. it's it's and being you, you present don't to life yeah like the moments like christmas movies are such a good demonstration of it because if you imagine like let's paint the scene you and i are in london tomorrow and we're walking around or we're sat down or whatever and then the moments that would touch us wouldn't be someone spending loads of money um, on a gift for someone we could go into harrods for example and see people buying you know, tens of thousands of pounds worth of handbags or whatever. Mm. 
And it's like, that's not what would touch us and stay with us. Mm-hmm. It might, because we like to talk about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd it probably unpack do, but, it and yeah. then find it really interesting or helpful. But the things that would probably get us actually moved mm-hmm. are things like seeing an old couple holding hands, walking along, looking at the Christmas lights. Like that yeah. makes me emotional even thinking about it. Why? Because it it touches that presence, that like life, that love. It's just the mm. pureness of it that stuff like that touches people and it moves us. And that's mm. what it moves us because it moves the life in us. Yeah. And we're then present to life in us. Mm. And that's what it it's touching. It's touching the emotions. Whereas like, yeah, all the other stuff is just surface level stuff and and we know that and like another really good example would be we've been talking a lot about you know possibly having a bigger house at some mm-hmm. point and a lot of people i think go through this and it's like you know you have visions of dancing in the kitchen or whatever but actually like giving you let's say we're like have this lovely image of us like having a nice hug like in the kitchen of the mm-hmm. new house and it's like that's still the hug still between you and I, which we can have now, like not right now because I'm not there, but like that's the thing that matters. The memory won't be that it was like in that particular kitchen or it needs to be in a bigger one. You and I can hug in the kitchen now. Mm. It's just that we miss those points because we're so busy kind of chasing. And I think that's the difference. I think there's a difference between chasing those things and Mm. building towards those things because i'm not saying that having the big goals and the bigger dreams and the being true to what you want we've said we want a bigger place yeah like is a true thing for us Mm -hmm. and we are making the most of the place we've got now yeah Um, you know and i know that we know this but sometimes Mm. we just need reminders that it's the stuff now that's important like don't wait till you have the bigger house don't wait till you have a better car or whatever else it's like you still have to look after the version you have now and you would still have to look after that thing then like you still have to clean that bigger kitchen (laughs) so clean the kitchen you have now you know yeah yeah and I think there's something of the um we've talked about like being in that energy of like like you've talked about and share with me how it's the feeling of the thing in the future that you want Mm. so it's the feeling of say for us a, a a bigger house because we we imagine and feel what's what is that place allowing us to feel or not even allowing us but what do we think we are going to feel when we're there and it's then I've then gone brought it back and gone like oh well I want to feel spacious or I want to feel and it's like going like well you can feel that now yeah you you can you it doesn't matter about the external it's like and it's and again this isn't not that we don't try and kind of change our external but it's when you when I what what's been so powerful for me is that I realized that I don't need my external reality to look a certain way to have a feeling now I can go on I can feel spaciousness this this flat that we're in now there are times where I internally create a reality where it's like, oh, it's small. And then I create reality where, oh, it's small and it's cozy. And it's like, oh, I love it. 
Then there's times where it's like, oh, actually, you know, it feels big and spacious. And then there's times where it's like, oh, no, it's tiny and I can't, I'm bumping into everything. And so for me, that something that you kind of talked about a lot is like creating your reality. And it's like, it's so interesting to notice that we are always creating our reality, not based on our external reality changing, but we create it inside us. And so therefore it's like, it's just so, that's been an exploration for me and something that I've been kind of really noticing more and more is how that internal, it's it's so, it sounds obvious now, but it's like, I never knew that. We're not taught that our our reality is created from within. We're taught, it's like, oh, you want to feel happy? Well, go get some chocolate and then you'll feel happy. Or go play with your friend and you'll be happy. It's like changing your external reality to make your internal reality different. But it's that doesn't seem to be the way that it works. And so it's like going, oh, well, what, what do I think that feeling of that bigger house is going to give me? And how can I bring that to feel that and experience that now? And still, as you say, move towards whatever feels aligned type thing. And also matching all of that with the with the idea that the current reality and the systems that we exist in now mm-hmm. run on money. Mm. So we're not saying that money doesn't matter and we're not saying that Mm. these things don't matter. We live in a kind of money-dominant setup. So it's like trying to play Monopoly, but like you're you're on like a Monopoly board, but you're trying to play Cluedo. It's like, well, it's not really going to work. You do have to acknowledge the rules of the game that you currently exist in yeah so we're not saying that like your external reality doesn't matter at all it does impact you but we're Mm. we're also saying that there is just as much that can shift from your inner world changing because you then start to see the opportunities for changing your external world or you'll notice that the external world responds differently to Mm -hmm. you and so, for example, th- this morning, even driving over here, there was quite a lot of traffic. And interestingly, I was like, straight away, I was like, oh, but it's moving, so it's fine. And so, actually, it was it, it was actually very smooth, and I was through it much quicker than I thought. But it would have been so easy to be like, oh, this is so annoying, I'm going to be late, Um, you know, I'm going to start worrying about it, like, oh, this is going to take ages, trying to predict how long, whether the Google Maps thing was right of when I was going to arrive, blah, 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 blah. What Mm. will I do when I get there late? I could hear it, but it was like, but I could hear it, but I didn't feel any of it. Yeah. And I think that's what starts to happen is like, the volume starts to just be turned down on the noise that your brain is making, Mm. but you don't feel panicked. You don't feel rushed. You're not actually, you're like, okay, that's interesting because I feel fine. Like I feel like I'm going to be there on time. Yeah. And yet, and even though my brain is like sort of trying to do all of this calculation and programming and whatever else, whatever. Mm. And, you know, I was here on time. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know really if that connected for you, but like it felt like it did for me. It's that I want to acknowledge that like the systems and stuff 
do have an impact mm. we're not saying that the external world isn't real but what yeah. we're saying is your approach to it your response to it the way yeah. that you view things is suddenly very different so where before you only saw closed doors because you had a belief that life is hard and no one helps you and you're a kind of a victim even though you wouldn't use that language to yourself but you're kind of in that victim position mm. it's like you can have very little money mm. in in your bank and be feel feeling victimized by that or like life's really hard or see nothing ever works for me and yeah. that is that kind of like that's what needs to shift mm. versus you can have very little money in the bank and actually feel like, oh, I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I'm really looking forward to seeing people. I'm looking forward to buying presents. I'm looking forward to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Not because you've got any more money, but because your inner world is so different, responding so differently to the amount of money that you have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that example because I, I've, I've always thought that. And it's like, I've had very little money in my bank account and felt like very abundant and like mm. not worrying about money i've had lots more money in my bank account and felt like i've not had enough and that it's all yeah. going to go somewhere and it's like yeah. when when i first started to see that i was like it just didn't make sense i was like but i've got very little and a lot and it's the opposite of what i would think i would be experiencing yeah and so when i started to and this is like maybe two three years ago and it was like just starting to notice how it's like, oh, it's not because of my external reality. Your external reality is what it is. But as you said with the traffic thing, it's like everyone will be having different experiences. If you went down, if you kind of surveyed everyone in traffic, if you imagine like on the M25 and there's kind of it's it's gridlock and it's and you just go through every single person, you'd be like, how are you feeling? Are you like kind of and ask them some questions? You will find all the experiences kind of like some people would be like they'd be just in there. Oh, yeah, it's great. I can sing along in my car, like listening or listening to this podcast. I'll be able to finish this podcast by get by the time I get home. So I'm quite glad there's actually a bit of a delay. Other mm. people will be kind of like, oh, I'm going to be late and they'll be frustrated and they'll be angry, all kinds of things. And it's it's yeah. one of those where it's not saying that it doesn't have an impact but it's that thing of real for me it was that realization of like oh so much of my reality is created from internally it's my mm. perspective of that situation and it's not then trying to then go oh well I'm going to change my thinking about that situation it was for me it's almost just been the more that I'm aware that I'm creating my reality, the the more effortless, the more I seem to be able to navigate the situations better. And it's not that it's like I don't go get angry or get sad or have all the experiences yeah. of life, but it's just there's a bit more, there's a more grace and allowing and peace irrespective of what is happening if that makes sense yeah exactly because you're not you're not trying and that's the other thing is like just thinking differently or doing an affirmation isn't actually enough mm. i think it's that thing of like you've just alluded to there of you need to actually grant yourself the grace and compassion for what you are actually feeling 
But rather mm. than getting stuck in your head and being like, oh, I'm going to be late, because that's already a story of that you need to be a certain place at a certain time for whatever reason, mm. which is because we've set up society to be these kind of, well, if you're a good leader, then you turn up on time. And if you're a good this, then you turn up on time. And it's like, cool, but we live in a world that's actually quite chaotic and like all this other stuff's going on. And you never know. Like, if I were to be in a car crash and someone, you know, my car gets written off, um, then what are you going to do? You know, you're going to yeah, think yeah, that's that, that, Yeah, that's how I was thought. I was like, it's like, well, you could be like, well, I want to get there on time. And then when you get there on time, something that undesirable happens. Mm. It's that whole thing of like, I always remember there's like, there is no good or bad. No. It's like, yeah. we think we know what is good or bad. I always remember Gary Vaynerchuk talking about how um, people are like, oh, but you missed out on like one of the first investment rounds in Uber. So he could have got in into Uber like very early on and be like, I think hundreds of million dollars of worth better off than he is now. And they're like, how did, like, how did you live with yourself? How do you kind of, he's like, well, I might've gone to the second investors meeting and been hit by a bus. So I don't really think about it that much because I don't know what would have happened. I don't know what is good or bad. And again, that was that was something that was really big for me in terms of another part of like letting go of all the planning and figuring out. Because up until kind of pre-2020, I thought this knew what was good or bad. And it was my job to figure it out. And it was my job to configure all the pieces because that's kind of how we're brought up, at least yeah, in the yeah. Western world. It's like, that's what we're taught. It's like, you've got to figure it out, make make good choices, make kind of pros and cons lists and like make logical choices. And it's like, yeah. then you go and figure it out and you make enough good choices, good things will happen type thing. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of that you just don't know. Um, and it kind of, it's one of those where, it kind of takes the pressure off of like mm. oh that bad thing happened I always remember I didn't get a job that I really wanted and then I got a job which then led to me being kind of made redundant after six months but I then started my own business it was like so there's a series of events that I go bad 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 oh what I really always wanted to be doing oh okay mm. they don't look so bad anymore yeah. um but there are also things that can happen where I go yeah I don't see that as good mm. like and it's just that's okay too I think um, yeah exactly I think it's that thing of we don't really know no everything is actually neutral it's just that we mm. apply meaning to it and my meaning will be different to your meaning and then that's where misunderstandings happen between couples or people yeah. is because we're actually talking from our own place of made up meaning. And then we think that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, I don't know anything about like stocks. Right. But for some reason, this is coming up as an example. <laughs> so this might be completely wrong, but it's just coming up. <clears throat> it's like, there's actually a lot of unpredictability in that kind of world. But yet, look how much energy people invest in trying to know and calculate and work out. And it's mm. like, well, they spend quite a lot of effort and energy trying to know more, know more, know more. Mm. And yet, by the sounds of it, there are sometimes things that happen in the world that they have no one had any control over yeah. that then affect the stuff. So their trends and the things that looked like they were going to work because what they'd done was calculate it based on past stuff. 
So they're using the past to calculate what the, the future. Yeah. And actually then something happens in the present <clears throat> and it all goes to shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I think, like, I, the, yeah. The, there's a phrase, I think it's called a, a black swan event where basically right. like it, it just like something happens and it, the, everything just goes down and it's like, no one could have predicted that. Like, yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same with life. It's like, well, you could spend loads of effort and energy trying mm. to predict a future based on the past, which is what most of us are, are living day to day is we don't usually see it, but it's like your past is creating your future. You're kind of skipping. You're like, your past is creating what you think your future is going to look like, which is fine, but ultimately probably quite unfulfilling because you miss the spark of the now and the present mm. and the possibility. And that's where like, let the universe wow you, one of your little, you know, yeah. notes. like that's where that can happen. But mm. if you're constantly in the, I know, and all of that, you're using the past to generate the present, uh, sorry, the future. Mm. And you're missing the possibility of being wowed of magic of that kind of excitement, the romance of life. It's yeah. like, you're, you're missing all of the juiciness because you're kind of in this constant cycle of prediction. And I think um, you actually don't ever know. It's like when people say, oh, you know, I need to be here at this time because it might be the last time I see that person. It's like none of us actually know when the mm. last time we're going to be able to hug that person is. So make the most of it now, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like be open and vulnerable and take that risk and tell someone you love them, you know, and, and mm. like, be what is termed a bit gushy or take the risk of being labeled as over emotional or a dreamer or a whatever, because like you just never know what's going to happen. And you would be absolutely gutted if you didn't do that. And that's what I think I, we are wanting to alleviate for ourselves as mm. well as for other people is like, don't live with guilt that you wish you'd been more vulnerable Yeah, because actually you wish you'd been more emotionally connected with people that's what i think most people are actually longing for rather than yeah. success it's yeah. actually the connection and it's not just connection with other people it's connection to self because you can't have connection to other people if you're not connected to yourself really mm. um it's just they're just longing for this depth that i think has been missing in the structures and constructs that we've built the western world around um yeah. everyone's it's got this energy of everyone striving to be on top, which means other people are underneath. And I think actually, whilst we're still in that structure, mm. it's it seeps into everything else that we're looking at, like success, like what, you know, day to day stuff, like traffic, you know, everyone's like, well, I'm going to be late. And it's like, OK, for what? <laughs> you know, would you rather be late or alive? I don't you know, yeah well, that's the thing that's the it's it's all the and that's where i think it's it's so interesting to notice those stories of like why would it be bad if i'm late oh well my boss would have a go at me why would that be a problem oh well like I'm, i've had a warning before and i might i might lose my job why would that be a problem oh well the, and it's like you can see how like the brain is always doing that and it's like yeah. it's like it's like going like zzz, figuring out figuring out and it's like my, like I think that's where so much of my anxiety and overwhelm and stress came from because I was just literally like full foot to the floor on the accelerator of like keep that motor going because 
it looked like it was keeping me safe. It looked like the thing that was actually helping me navigate life. And that it's like, well, if I'm not doing that, like what the hell's going to happen? Like, like the shit's going to hit the fan type thing. And it's like, I can't. So you so you just keep doing it. And it's like, even though it's not that actually good at predicting the future. And like, I used to go, oh, well, I'll make these plans and then at some point, my brain would go, yeah, then you know what? I feel good about those those possible scenarios. It's like, well, yeah, there's some bad ones. There's some good ones. There's some okay ones. That, and I feel like we've got a handle on it. And it's like you go, so you've got five possible scenarios out of the unlimited kind of limitless possible scenarios that could happen. And you you feel like more certain about that situation but that's what's so interesting it's like i I would go yeah because i i I think these are the most likely to happen and it's so again the brain and that's what's uh, something you said earlier it's like my mind will create a problem because it wants something to do and it will then create a solution for that problem and it is then the the kind of the examiner deciding whether that is a good solution for that problem Mm -hmm. and that's examiner can change their minds at any point and say oh no no we now need more scenarios or you know and it's just that self-awareness and all of this that we're talking about the the more that I look at it and see it the more that I can start to not because I'm turning the dial down on the volume but it just by increasing awareness exploring this stuff noticing it it just then seemed to to turn down. Sometimes it gets ratcheted back up, but then it then starts to dial back down. And when that happens, there's another one of my post-it notes, which is rest in peace now. Yeah. So rather than that thing of, I always, I can't remember where I heard it, but it was like this thing of like, like most people spend their lives and then they rest in peace when they're actually in their deathbed. And it's like, what if you could rest in peace now? What if you could enjoy the journey now rather than kind of the kind of constant striving and figuring out and all that kind of stuff? Um, So I think that kind of brings us to a good point. (laughs) We've gone for an hour. Or is it not a good point? What else? There was was something there. (laughs) We often do this. We, We often do this where there's like, no, it doesn't quite feel ended just yet. I think for me, the last bit is is that wrapping up piece of like the the really deep rooted thing in all of this mm-hmm. is that life isn't the version of life that we see. Mm-hmm. It's not like life itself is just energy. Mm-hmm. It's just that spark that we can't work out what it is. And so all of this stuff, trying to chase things, having a bigger house, having a better job, more money, whatever, it is all not what life is. And so all the like probleming and the solving and the solution, and it's like, are you breathing? Then there's probably not a problem. Mm. But the society stuff and all the structures that we have been conditioned to see as living like Mm. life or success or whatever makes us feel like there is a fundamental problem 
almost mm. all the time. Yeah. It's not personal to you or me or anyone else. Like that the whole system is set up in a way that reinforces that there is a problem mm. always yet to be solved. Like something that you don't have that you need. Yeah. To sort mm. of be able to live well. And actually the irony is is that those systems also are not doing that themselves because otherwise we wouldn't have such problems like we have in the UK of kids that can't eat proper meals, you know, yeah. and like all of that stuff. Like mm. it's such a deeper problem than problem it's such a deeper disconnection in the systems yeah and it is just an individual problem mm. and yet the way to actually start shifting it is to give people the tools or awareness of conversations like this and then the like what do i do with that information of how do yeah. i live differently day to day so mm. that i'm not suffering internally from these things that are not my fault but the, it, the internal experience I'm experiencing is now my responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where all of the stuff you and I talk about comes back to that more fundamental point of living in a different way than what the societal structures yeah. tell us good looks like. Um, yeah. We want to feel more alive like we want to mm. feel more life flowing through us like it's not really about money or whatever it's like do i feel like i've been my most of myself today mm. like, and it's, it's one of those where like i know like i've had the experience of i used to do house sitting and it was like i was in what would be my dream house and i was there and it was just i was at the most miserable that I could be I was at my most depressed and like really struggling and it's just like oh that's really interesting how I've got this dream house and kind of like living this lifestyle that I've always wanted and yet internally I was really struggling and it was like that's always such like such a poignant reminder for me that it's like it's not the external yeah. it's like yes it's like, I think I said to you the other day it's like they're the cherry or, or the icing on the cake, but they're not the cake. As you said, it's like with that sto stoking the fire, it's like, I want a like a fire that I'm laying foundations for that um, kind of can become this roaring fire that is like, can't be put out if you chucked a bucket of water on it. It's like, rather than like a two second firework bang, oh, that was exciting, but now nothing. It's like kind of creating that. And that's kind of, I think, when people talk about like like life force and feeling energized and like waking up excited for the day, that's kind of that fire that's lit under your belly sort of thing. That's what I think um, for me that it's like, that's the thing that then allows you to then be, we've talked about it, that you are not broken. Like, as yeah. you said just a bit ago, like <clears throat> society were brought up in a world where it, it directly or indirectly tells you you are some way broken. Um, so you then go, oh, I need to fix myself. But it's like when you then start to see, oh, maybe I'm not broken. Like maybe I, 
and it's kind of coming back to that pure essence of being in the moment in the now um and letting like kind of almost letting life unfold um, yeah and I think I, I want to just say something on like that whole like waking up excited thing because I also mm. think that's a dream that we're sold and I don't mm. know if that's I don't know if I really am wanting that like not that I want to wake up not excited mm. but I don't I don't know that I think my like the analogy of that fire mm. is what's different because that feels to me like warm, peaceful, cozy. Like I f- can feel that in my mm. bones, how that feels. It's like, mm, I really feel like I love myself. Like I really mm. love being alive. Mm. Like that's, that's how that feels to me. The like waking up excited still has that energy for me of like chasing something like like i don't know that a leaf or a flower wakes up excited i'm not sure it's excitedness that makes it bloom but there's like a softness in it it's like a i'm here you know yeah. it's like a, it's a such a softer mm. like i'm just being me and i'm not trying to wake up excited for me personally i don't want to be i i don't want to not be ex- I don't want to be not excited. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. But like, it's... but like, there's a there's a warmth and a holdingness that says, I'm actually really enjoying being me. Mm. I'm really enjoying being this person in this mm. life. Like, I don't know how many other people can say that, mm. and yet I think that's what most of us want. Mm. And like, that may is what makes me feel emotional. That's what makes me <laughs> feel like if I were to if something awful were to happen and and I was gone, Mm. I at least feel like I actually went really enjoying being me. Mm. Yeah. And I feel confident that the people I love and care about know Mm. because I've told them more Mm. recently than five years ago, you know, like a lot of people, like I've expressed myself as fully as I can to those close to me, I think. And there is stuff, versions of me, things I'd like to say more publicly that I haven't yet, that I would feel frustrated with myself if I hadn't done that. So that's the stuff I'm working on now is like, and again, I get in my head too, because it's like, I was thinking that this morning was just get it out there. Like, it doesn't mm. need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be articulate. Like, speak it with the heart and the love and the intention of this is what makes me feel alive. This is what makes me feel emotion flow through me because I'm tapping into an entirely different space that is led by passion and and life. Yeah. This isn't really about me. This is about whatever this is that's coming through right. this body that, like yeah it just needs to be shared and and as best we can we articulate ourselves and we might do a shoddy job of it we might do a good job it might provoke stuff it might be indescribable waffling but does it matter like Mm. if if one person hears it and it does something like maybe that's okay 
Um, But I've done that pushing. I've done, I'm done with the forcing everything to happen. I did that. I got to the point of burning myself out internally, not even from doing too much, but from the just complete chaos that was inside my system of trying desperately to achieve something. Mm. And I think that's my big thing over the last few years has been like, I used to not enjoy being me. It was never, ever enough. And now it's like, I genuinely enjoy this person. Like, she's very loving. She's kind. She tries her best. She might sometimes get it wrong. Um, Sometimes she doesn't articulate herself particularly well. Sometimes she's a bit grumpy. Um, But, like, I really enjoy, I'm enjoying and enjoy the experience of just being her. Mm. Like, being me. Yeah. And I think that's what can get missed in all this pursuit of other external things is like, I think if you asked people, would you rather have like a million pounds or would you like to enjoy yourself for as long as you now continue to live? Mm. I know which I would pick. I'm not saying actually, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but I think the journey that you would then have every day of I actually don't hate myself. I, and not only I don't hate myself, I actually really like myself. Like I yeah. actually really enjoy being me, even if that means I sit in traffic all day and things all go wrong around me. Um, yeah, but that that your experience of that would just be like, like you can imagine like what that would be like. It'd be like, it wouldn't even look like things are going wrong. It doesn't like, you know, yeah. like I said about the traffic, you know, people get angry and whatever and they're beeping and this, that, the other. And I'm there like letting another car out. like. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I let more cars out this morning when I thought I was going to be late for something than I probably ever have in ages when I haven't been in a rush. And it's like, Mm. oh, that's really funny that I'm letting people out. And yet I could be making a narrative of I'm going to be late. And yet here I am just feeling to let these people out. And it's Mm. like, you don't know the bigger picture. None of us know. But yeah, yeah, it can be so much more peaceful to your point. It can be much more peaceful now. And it doesn't, you don't need to wait for anything to change, but your experience can change. And that's what changes mm. absolutely everything. Yeah. That is everything. Mm. I love that. And that's, and I think on that point, like, I mean, that's why I love these conversations. Like, that's why I love having conversations like this, because it's like, there's, there's so much that can come out of it. And to your point of the, um, like the waking up excited. So I can already tell that there's truth in what you said because, and I'm looking at my notes and some of the notes I put down was, why am I rushing? Why do we make life stressful? Why are we all in such a rush? I, I actually love living moment to moment, but for the thinking that tells me I can't. Like, And I can see how, no, yeah, I can sense there's something to that thing of like, why why do i want to wake up excited is that actually something that is coming through me or is that an idea or a story that i've picked up somewhere that oh well someone who's enjoying life they wake up excited and they jump out of bed leaping for joy and it's like they're excited to take on the day and it's like i might do that that might be how i experience life in the future and I want that to be aligned. I want that to be, I don't want that to be forced. I don't want it to be like, oh, that's a tick box because I've got a secret tick box in my head of this is when I'm making the most of life. This is when I'm actively kind of grabbing life by the balls and kind of living it. And it's like, 
where did that come from? So part of these conversations, a part of the reason I love them is because one thing like that, I know I will then just go away and ponder it. I won't be going like, I need to figure it out or what what does that mean? Or like beating myself up at all about it. I'll just be like, hmm. And it might be on a dog walk. It might be in another conversation later where, but I can tell that when there's, and it's the reason that like when I first started kind of um, exploring stuff more consciously and awarely, like I'd write down a lot more notes because I didn't want to forget stuff. But now there's just certain stuff that um, if anyone's listening to this, if we put it out, who knows what can happen. But like there may be certain things that one or two things that just really stood out for you that you don't need to remember to explore, but you will just naturally be exploring because it's like something about it kind of it might have triggered you. It might have just been like, oh, that was a really good point. And it kind of just sticks in your brain. And you then just like the way that I do it, just pondering it like getting curious about it is that true or like and that's why I think it's so useful having conversations or whether it's coaches or conversations with friends whatever it is it's like you can hear things from a different perspective which I think you can then go oh that might be something worth me exploring not to fix yourself but just part of living life being a human of going like oh that was interesting it's like oh like that might change how i view things Mm. um so yeah so thank you for that i think it's that just last bit is like we've talked before about it as it's it's part of that deconditioning yes it's that like yes it's that it's part of that noticing how much conditioning there actually has been Mm. and then and then really going is that actually what I want? Is that yeah. what I personally actually value? Mm. Rather than I, I can see that's what society in this particular country values, but is yeah. that what I value? Because I think that's why loads of people are experiencing a lack of fulfillment and they'll go, I've got a good job, I've got a good relationship, I've got a good XYZ, all the things I think should make my life good. Mm. And yet there is something something's that doesn't missing. feel right or something's missing or something is. Bleh, mm. And you're like, yeah it's Mm. this stuff that we're talking about because it doesn't matter all the good stuff tick boxes like well done you've ticked all lives tick boxes and now you should feel good it's like you weren't involved in any of that did you decide you you feel like you decided but did you really yeah and that's when you when I I was saying the checkbox thing I was like I I had the analogy of in my head it's like oh well that's another checkbox I can just let go of and it's like yeah. it's like letting go of another checkbox, and then and then that's the thing for me. It's like you can let go of all the checkboxes, and then whatever comes from that space of clearing more and more checkboxes is more and more aligned. And that whatever comes from that space is whatever comes from it. And it's like there's an energy to that that is just pure. It's not kind of um, trying to get somewhere. And then you can then that's where you can then just go cool well I'm just going to enjoy whatever's coming from there and from that space it's yeah all the kind of I think all the stuff that for me that it's like that I'm the the peace the enjoyment the happiness the joy the energy the living life that's what that's where that all that stuff comes from that space whereas my old version was like no no it's once I've got the checklist 
I'm at 85%. And if I can just get 5% more, that's when I'll then start being happy or be happier type thing. So, And that's the thing is that you know that with a checklist system like that, you could get to 85% and you've actually added five more checkboxes. It never yeah. ends. And that's the thing. We, we, we all know that, but we don't necessarily catch ourselves when we're in the process of following that train of thought because yeah. it's so ingrained as normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's that that then, because it, like coming back to the not being excited thing, I will shut up in a minute, but it's like, it's not that you then don't wake up excited. It's that the excitement has a different energy to it. It's mm. like, it almost turns more to wonder for me of mm. like, hmm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what life presents me with today. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you don't have a plan of the things you want to do, but it mm. just means that you're then more open to going to the shops and seeing something you hadn't thought of even though yeah. you know or um like today the timing's being changed which actually then mean that I can come back earlier and maybe do some more things that I had thought I would have to do later in the week it's like yeah. well now it's an opportunity I could be annoyed about it because it disrupts mm. my plan and this and it's like yeah, yeah it's like I, I had to think of like let's see but I was doing let's see with a smile on my face kind of yeah um yeah. and, that, and that's yeah. where that that thing of let the universe wow you like mm. it's it could be so much easier than than we think or it could be yeah um life doesn't need to be a fight and i think that's the main thing that i would want to like keep saying to people is i think there has been a, a societal narrative in the western culture for a long time of life is hard. And I think mm. that comes from times when our societal structures were built in times when times and life was hard. Yeah. And that's what I think we don't question enough is like, actually these systems made sense and that way of life made sense when life was actually significantly harder. Mm. What doesn't make sense to me is that we've maintained those systems and made life actually even more difficult when it should have got much easier. Yeah. Because yeah. we have now have got more money more flirt more just more of everything mm. and yet life seems to still be really quite hard for quite a lot of people yeah. and i think i think it's all it's all in there it's just a it's just such a bigger thing than us as individuals and i think that's where i would want to see more conversations going and looking at is mm. let's actually look at the roots of what's going on and where this comes from because this isn't a problem with human beings this is a problem that human beings perpetuate by continuing to value structures that actually benefit the minority mm. and not the majority. Um, and I know that's a bigger mm. thing than maybe you intended to talk about. No, 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 <laughs> it it's fine. Keeps, it just I think keeps it is coming up of, for me. Yeah, it keeps coming. And I think that's the thing. That's where it's, um, I'm excited to see what you share about it. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Yeah, let's stop there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>